This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to the city. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players, here to bring you the latest on college football. We're talking about week 11, recapping the craziness that ensued from the games uh, yesterday on Saturday. Sean, how are you doing today? We're rallying. We're, we're rallying. Watched. Uh, what do you mean by Fargo? Rallying? I watched Fargo and Fight Club on Thursday and Friday. So it was a pretty good weekend. What do you mean by rallying, though? Like, are you, are you just hurting? rallying? Your boy's a little bit sleepy. Oh, a little just sleepy. a little bit sleepy. <laughs> uh, I'm also rallying a little bit. Still feeling. Yeah, you had yourself a night. Uh, yeah. Drinks over nine hours. That, that'll, put, uh, that'll put somebody on their ass, won't it? Well, I, I don't want to really waste time recapping the nonsense Why that not? I got into. Yet. All right, fine. I had eight drinks in eight hours, which wasn't that much, you know, not that much alcohol, but the uh, literally no alcohol. The Zin pouch that was handed to me. Actually, let me provide a little bit of context. Decided to leave, called an Uber, was waiting um, near the, the door of the bar. Some guy comes, sits down next to me, was doing the same thing, pulls out his in pouch. We were talking. He offers me one, pop it in. Third guy comes over, sits down, talking to us, talking about Zin pouches. He's like, oh, I use the one pouches, nicotine pouches. He gives me one. I have two in. Never. I've done it once. I've done a Zin pouch once and yeah, it knocked on me on three, my ass. On, on the 3% on the half on the half percentage. Yeah, these two fucking pouches put me so far on my ass. It's not even funny. Like, I'm just glad that I made it home. I and I wasn't even at the end of the night. I wasn't even again. Like, I had stopped drinking. I was like going home. Why, would, I, why wouldn't you stop drinking? But, it's not like you're at a bar having quite. Why'd you only have eight drinks over eight hours? What do you mean only? What? I'm not like you that consumes 25. Like, I, I no, would no, like no. to eight over eight hours is still not but, a lot. I need to ask you the more important thing. The thing with the with the pouches, what is that? Like, why did that hit me like a brick? Is it because like if you're drinking and you and you take them, it it had the effect is more adverse? Like what the hell? Because you do them. So like what's the hey thanks for putting a business here? out there? Instead of just asking me a question about it. Regardless, yeah, Joe, when you're drinking, all that stuff gets accentuated. It does. Also, you're not a nicotine user. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna hit you like nothing's hit you, like nothing is like that has ever hit you before. So, right, basic common sense says, hey, if I don't do this and then I do this, it's gonna be a little more extreme. Okay, well, I wish I wasn't. Why do you think people like smoking weed because and why they burn out because right. it gets less and less extreme? Whereas the first time that they do it. Their minds are blown away, and now you're talking to them, and they can't put together a sentence. What I don't get, though, is why anyone thinks that that's enjoyable, that feeling, because I did, because wasn't... Because it gets more tolerable, and then it's the relaxation thing. Yeah, there was nothing relaxing about it's that. It's also uh, addiction. It's like everybody's <laughs> addicted to them. What? My my, my Uber driver, uh, whose what name is... What a silly question. 
My Uber driver, Jesus, though, did a really good job of getting me home, and I appreciate him for ah, it. Because that, yeah. that I, again, I am pissed off that I fucking took those things because I was fine, and I was going to order food, and I was going to go to bed, and I was in a perfect state, and those goddamn pouches, both of them, which, again, two of them, one of them was a mistake regardless. Um, what, were you not, order, what were you planning on ordering? Uh, I was oh, looking around. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to see if there was any Chinese food open. Like That was mm-hmm. what I wanted. Some chi- Dude, Chinese night food. Chinese? Chinese food at one in the morning after Ah. being out at the bars and watching games all day is so good because you can get so much food for $30. Like you order, I don't know you, I feel like if you $30 for a Chinese food order in LA, I order, I order a lot of Chinese Ah. food. I order because I'll order the two entrees. I I do the fried rice or the lo mein. I'll do the, the, the ribs and then also do dumplings. And that's like $10 each thing. That's $30. Ah. I go hot and sour dumplings mm. and then a chicken dish. Yeah, you I don't mess. Get, you I don't mess around it. with the fried rice or the lo mein. But mine doesn't. If I if I order it in store, it's not thirty dollars. Yeah, but that my point though is that that shit is some of the best drunk food, and it, and it's calorically food, dense. It, it's, it's calorically dense, and it'll that like if you want to sober up and go to bed feeling normal. True, it's calorically dense. It's the perfect. Chinese food's a hangover food. It's a fantastic hangover food or a fantastic dinner after you're over your hangover. <laughs> yeah, that you might know, be what I'm ordering tonight. If you know how many ask. how many times is Chinese food right before Sunday night football starts in, in the house that I live in? It's, it's either Chinese food, Indian Thai. Oh. It, 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 we, we just got back from Outback though, today. You guys, went, there, you guys went to Outback? There was a, a 45-minute deliberation on where we were going to go tonight to eat. And you idiots the four, picked The four that were up for grabs uh, were IHOP, uh, uh, Julio's, a Mexican joint, Outback, and then some other uh, uh, barnyard-ass place. But but the, uh, we had to do a randomizer because nobody could agree, even though I was the undecided voter that didn't give – I didn't care where we were going. But we oh, ended so up. So you're you're an ass you're an asshole for not being the deciding vote. You should have been. No, the no, 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 vote. no. Everyone had their own issues with every spot except for me. So when so it was then time you to should put have mine, decided. when it was time to put mine in a wheel, it, it doesn't just go for majority in this house. Okay, we've known each other for too long. Majority rules doesn't work. Okay, we had to leave it up to the machines, and they had to vote. But they voted IHOP three straight times, so we ended up going to Outback. So obviously, nothing works. It's just until somebody says, okay, I'm definitely not going there. And then we whittle it down. You know what also doesn't work, Sean? Apparently, Pac-12 teams because they got ah, embarrassed the transition. Uh, we're going to talk about that on today's show. That's the longest opening food discussion that we've had. We usually we get more we get a little, a little more into the topics quicker than we do on the FCS show. Maybe it's because we care less about the FCS stuff, but um whoa maybe <laughs> well we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about that though we're, we're gonna talk about pac 12 we're gonna talk about the outcome of the tcu texas game and then also the acc and the sec championship matchups already being clinched all that and more on today's show sean uh before you get to the read uh for bet online i had two really good parlays cooked up that were props and one of them in particular they were both really close to hitting but one of them in particular, I had Jamison Williams, um, or not Jamison Williams, Jesus Christ, Jamal Williams. I needed him to get 60 yards. He got 59, and, and that forced my parlay to not to hit. Yeah, that um, happens. Bad online took my money, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, awesome. Thanks for just throwing me right <laughs> into it. Yeah, uh, so currently as we're taping, BetOnline is trying to take my money away from the, the betting on the 6-2 and two Cowboys money line 
at minus, I think I got him at minus 186 versus the three and six Green Bay Packers. They're going to overtime. It's 28 to 28. You want to explain to me how that's possible? You want to explain to me how how I'm sweating this game out? There's no reason for me to. Mm. It's very distracting during this show to know that they're going to overtime, but we, we just have to rally and hope for the best. Regardless, betonline.ag is always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Israel Adesanya. Thanks. Oh, Dustin Poirier. Actually, genuinely, thank you for winning me some money yesterday. You won me money. Thank you. Why not take the bet that I won and the bet money that I placed on Poirier and put it on Adesanya? Huge favorite. I'm not getting good odds on it, but I wanted another win. You lost. You got TKO'd. You suck. Well, I still like them. I just I I got my money t- messed around with too much this weekend. Head to betonline.ag to join mm. and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code believe B L E A V uh, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Sean. Let's start talking about these these games that happen and in, in the outcomes. Um, the first thing that was really demoralizing and frustrating is what happened in the Pac-12. And I'm talking about Oregon losing to Washington. I'm talking about UCLA, who I wasn't even paying attention to and didn't even find out that they lost until, you know, retroactively after the fact. Yeah. Lost to Arizona of all teams. Both of those losses create so many issues with the college football playoff matchups not that for we me were hoping for why because you want usc to get in no pac 12 is not making it pac 12 not not going to be part the pac 12 will not be participating in the cfp it makes it a lot easier for me to start predicting who's going to make it usc you don't think they're going to fumble and fold and crumble down the stretch it's the one of these teams the cannibal cannibalization is is, is taking place the pac 12 is they, they can't get out of their own way and good for the teams that won for fighting in Washington saying, hey, we're not just going to let Oregon walk into the CFP. We're not going to let uh, UCLA get a, get a real shot at it either. So good for them for playing and sticking it out. And, you know, they're on, they're on scholarship too. But mm-hmm. no, no Pac-12 in the CFP. They're not going to make it. Which is really fucking annoying. Give me because- one Big Ten and three SECs. Yeah, so wait, no, no, you're saying no TCU? Take TCU out of it? I don't know. Ah, shit. I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because I want to talk about that in a, in a little bit. Um, this though, again, I'm the reason why I'm talking about it's frustrating is that like I legitimately thought that Oregon had a shot to be a competitive top four team. Like they were yeah. going to slide their way in and they were going to be competitive in those matchups the ways that they've improved. And what negatively impacted the outcome of this game is that towards the end of the game, Bo Nix got hurt. They took him out for a series. And I screamed about it when I went live last night. They, for some reason, decided to put Ty Thompson in and run the ball four times in a row and not attempt one pass with Ty Thompson in a situation where you needed to score. They failed on fourth and short. They gave Washington the ball, and they eventually ended up taking the lead. That decision-making to me was incredibly troubling, and that's that's why that they're now out of it. And afterwards, the UCLA game hadn't been played yet, and I was sitting there saying – I guess it's UCLA's to lose. Pac-12's UCLA's to lose. They might end up still surviving and being that representative for the Pac-12, but I don't think anyone's going to. I don't think USC should. 
I really don't. And they're probably going to win the Pac-12 now the way that things are, are shaping up. I made myself look like a, a, a real goofball jackass by – I said it on this show. I said it on other shows that Oregon had that trait, that intangible, where at any point in the game they could flip the switch and they could go up 13 and they could cover and they could do this and that. Well, they didn't do that. Uh, Washington did that. Uh, Penix decided to put on a clinic, mm. uh, and Oregon looked suspect the entire time. And they never flipped that switch. I saw it in previous games, but now they made me into the boy that cried wolf. And no one's going to believe me that they did it in week four, five, and six, because now we're in the home stretch. And no one cares about those weeks right now. You'll care about them in the offseason when you're scouting a couple players from their team. Say, oh, he really, he really performed well in these weeks. Other than that, no one's going to give a shit about any week before this week, regardless, unless you're talking about a, a, a massive game. Whereas for Oregon, the only week they, they would have been, been talked about is, is week one, and if they yeah. won in the uh, uh, Pac-12 championship game. like Other than that, it's kicked. Pac-12 is kicked. I look like a jerk for, for believing. Right, and that's like the more frustrating part about this is that the Pac-12 was, was competitive. It was fun to watch the results of all these games like th there were multiple teams at the top and it ends up being the mid-tier programs in the conference that cannibalize it. it it wasn't it wasn't even like it was what's going to happen soon which is usc ucla it's not like that it was the deciding yeah. factor it was it was fucking arizona arizona stinks arizona's terrible i, yeah, I gotta ask you, great did, did you get any eyes on that game because i i'm gonna sit here and i'm not gonna lie i didn't watch any of it i thought that that that, that was a foregone conclusion. It? Why would I have watched it? It's a terrible game. Oh my god! Yeah, I was I was not doing that. I was watching TCO TCU Texas. I was fighting with two girls, uh, arguing rather. Why uh, about about because they wanted to watch the Georgia Mississippi State game because they uh, and they're sitting on my couch. I'm like, okay, no one wants to watch that. I don't. I, I, no, no, it's TCU Texas time. Oh, also, I know we're gonna talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the game itself, but I, I'm out on Texas entirely. Uh, and and okay. the only reason I'm ever out on a team is if they're if is if their fans rub me the wrong way, and I don't need a large sample size either. I need two people that have either bet on them or like them. And if those two people are being rude or nasty or just uh, 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 I don't like them, I don't like the team. That's how I work. It's childish, sure. Fuck them. Out on Texas. Wait, why? Not out on Georgia. Uh, these dudes are being rude, sitting on the couch, screaming about the game. I'm like, do you are understand? These, are these like friends of friends? Or are they friends actual? of friends? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, hey, do you understand that if you like Texas in the Big 12 or you're betting on them, the only thing that you should be rooting for is a TCU win because then they'll have a win over Texas and that'll help their case for, the, for them to be in the college football playoff because the Big 12, not in great spots either. With, with with their teams uh, leaving ship, but if they can get a bid now that mm. now that the Pac-12 is done for, what are we looking at? Two mega conferences? No one wants that, right? And so I'm just sitting here. I'm yelling with them like, why? Why you can't be talking to me like that? And the, their responses were rather childish. Uh, like and what? I, I did, they were rather childish. <laughs> that I decided to end the conversation because okay. I'm not going to get in a in a fist fight in my own house. Well, I think that's the best place to get into a fist fight. Is yeah, it? not about college football. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight about college football. I may look like one, but I'm not a barbarian. All right, so I'm not gonna do that. 
there's more important things to fight about, like just fighting Joe for any reason. So you kind of already set us up here to talk about Texas versus TCU. So separate from the implications, which I want to get to, I'm very confused by the decision-making. We talked about a lot on the preview show sure. on how if, if you lean on Bijan and you stick to what has been the reason for your success. What do you have, like, do you have, like 12 rushes? 12 carries. When you lean on him and not just him, your run game, you've got a, right. a really, really good run game. And in the games that they've, there's actual evidence. There's evidence that when you don't run the football and you don't turn to the most talented player in your conference and one of the most talented players in the country, the most talented running back in all of college football, there is a lot of evidence in their bad games that it's been the reason why they've lost specifically that reason. And for whatever goddamn reason, Steve Sarkeesian's trying to uh, smarter the than the room, trying to be smarter than the room. I don't know. I was dumbfounded. I was. I, I went, did I was you, did you see this, how many times they lined Bijan Robinson out wide at the I, X? At the, I don't at the, know what that was. I don't know what any of that was. I don't understand what that. Who is like, he for? What, what? You're not going to throw it to him. Steve Sarkeesian is a really good coach. He's yeah, a I'm really good offensive him. coach. I'm fine with him. But the dude is sometimes wait. He overthinks Just, himself oh, so yes. goddamn much, he and he needs to stop. It is the most stupid, frustrating crap that I, I that I, I sat and watched through. It was mind-boggling, and I wasn't even rooting for Texas. I was rooting for TCU because we both picked them. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just. I don't care about Texas. When have I ever, if I ever cared about Texas, I ever said the good, talked about the good old glory days of Earl Campbell. Like every, te- <laughs> like every fucking Texas fan that I know yeah. that's over 40 years old. Oh, you should have seen Earl, man. He was different. You should have seen him. He <laughs> just was Williams. He was just a king of the campus. I'm like, okay, well, you know, the you one have that a I job always- and kids. Why are you idolizing him like this? You know, the one I always get that gets uh, brought up every day in the office or every week in the office. Like, Man, Vince Young, man, he was different. He was different. Vince well, Young, you man. you work with a bunch of uh, Texas uh, yeah. um, gentlemen, uh, it, and, and that's, that's yeah. Every time Lendell comes, they also like go out of their way to bring it up. I don't understand why they uh, do that. Yeah, it was um, it was a goofy-ass week for I – just, I just didn't understand. If you want to win the game, and this is my problem with Atlanta and analytics – if you want to win the game, you get the ball to your best player. That's what we saw this afternoon with the Vikings. Who did they give the ball to today, Joe? They gave it to uh, Justin Jefferson. Yes. He went for like 11 catches, 190. All right. He had the, maybe the best catch of all time today. There's not a better player on that Texas offense than Bijan Robinson. Quinn Ewers isn't better than Bijan Robinson. No. He's not. No. He's a quarterback. Especially not right now, but he's definitely not. Just goof. It's it just an awful look for them, actually. An the, awful look for them, an awful mm-hmm. look for the recruits, an awful look for anybody that's already planning on going. Because if you can't beat TCU, the in-state little brother, as much as I'm not saying that they are, but that's they, the reputation. They are. They that's are. the reputation, right? Yeah. I shouldn't be getting any 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 shit for that, but they're the little brother. So if you can't beat them. Why do you want to keep on going to Texas? But it hurts. This loss yes. hurt Texas more than it helped TCU. Well, absolutely. This doesn't really do much for TCU because now it's a four-loss Texas team. Like that's yeah. looks good on your resume, and that's a really good team that you just beat. But 
it's it's not as impressive because they have four losses. But the last thing on the you know running the ball that is just the confusing part is that you didn't even give them enough time to get into a rhythm. It's not like one of those no. circumstances where you're running the ball, running the ball, and nothing's opening up, and you gave them 20 carries and they nothing opened Kendra up. Some time. They carries. gave Kendra Miller some time. Yeah. He ended up with 21 for 138 and a touchdown. I know the touchdown was 75 yards, but maybe give maybe uh, Robinson busts one on the next four carries. Mm. Doesn't hurt to give him 16. The other thing, too, for this and what this means for TCU, I give them a lot of credit. Like, that's a really freaking good defense. And I thought that Texas was going to win the way that they were playing defense. They were getting after Max Duggan's yeah. ass. He had no time, no room to operate. That was one of his most difficult games. But as I've said a lot on this show, what makes TCU dangerous out of any team in the country, and I know that they, you know, their offensive line, they don't match up well with, with SEC teams, and there's all these mismatches on their O and D line. It's it's not great. But what makes them so dangerous is that they have a, a lot of guys like Kendra Miller, like Quentin Johnston, a number of other receivers on that roster. You get them the football and they're good for six or they're good for a 40-yard gain. They, they could have a horrible game. They could have, like this game against Texas, have a really difficult time getting anything going, and it just takes one play, and they're on the board. TCU feels like – I saw this tweet today for, by someone, and it made me, it made me laugh because I thought it was true. It was once Syracuse decides to recruit a six foot four, 300-pound D-tackle, they're going to be really, really good. <laughs> and it's kind of true because that Syracuse defensive line is small and it, you're like, there's somebody in New York. We played with dudes at Rhode Island that were six, four, 300. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you doing this? Like maybe this year helps TCU get some of those recruits. Uh, but maybe sometimes you don't just go for crazy athletes. Maybe you go for some, some size. Maybe you go for some guys that, that are a little bit more raw you develop them, uh, and that's why it, it makes me nervous for TCU. It just does because I because they're so good and they play really good football. But I don't know if they're the grown ass men that are sitting in the SEC waiting to go in the first round automatically year after year. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's that's that's what the sport is. Who's got the most men on the team? We're gonna we're gonna get some of the comments. We got a few people throwing some questions in in a second. But where do you sit on this though? Now, do you think that TCU? I can't bump them out. Win it. I can't bump them out. Less about bumping them out. They're going to be in regardless if they win out. But are they good enough to compete? Like, are they going to show up and get boat raced? Uh, I mean, if they're sitting at four, I, here's the thing, and I'm echoing maybe uh, somebody else that I, I've heard. It was, yeah. I, I know. Sorry, Fresh. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, I don't think anybody ranked two through four won't get boat raced by number one, Georgia. So right now we should just accept that that is a fact and reward the team that had the best regular season by giving them the opportunity. That's what we should do. And as of right now, TCU has that opportunity. They haven't lost to Georgia yet. Tennessee did. It was embarrassing. Mm -hmm. They got, they got their doors blown off. They could have lost by way more. You and I both know that, right? Yes. Thank God. They uh, they uh, Colin will put it on. Yeah, the, the sorry, thank go God ahead. Georgia uh, uh, the rain started because Georgia would have put up fifty. And yeah. who's to say they won't put up fifty on TCU? That's hearsay. But unfortunately, we already saw that happen. We already saw that game. So I think they could fare just fine. They'll do as well as Cincinnati did when they were when they were when they made it. 
All right, people love taking that that, that lap of saying this is what happens when you have a a, a group of five team make. Okay, so well, I would they'll I do would, as good if not better than Cincinnati, but I would, have more stars. But I would say that yeah, right. So that's my point is that I would say that this TCU team is better than that Cincinnati team. So like that's where to me anyone who's trying to make the argument like Ritter oh, was TCU pretty damn belong. good though. Ritter was pretty. Damn, I, I I don't. I, he has to be the the Barstool had a good tweet. Uh, you. Ritter has to be the worst quarterback of all time because he's still sitting behind Mariota, but he was pretty good in college. He could make the throws. He was mobile, mm-hmm. but Duggan's got like a composure to him that that's uh, just I think like, okay, yeah. keep on soaring the draft boards. Keep it up. Let, let Will Levis keep on throwing for a hundred yards and, and, and pissing down his leg versus Vanderbilt. Sick wanna, of him. I want to talk to him. I want to talk about that at the end, by the way. Um, no, I I agree that I feel that I like I think Duggan is a better player than Desmond Ritter was. What? I'm a yeah, Vols fan, by the way. Sean is Sean's a Tennessee fan. I just um, bought two hats. No, yeah, we're we're not hating. It's just more so context for the argument that we're making. Yeah. If Cincinnati was good enough to play and be in the playoff, and I know that they kind of benefited from a later yeah. field and there was less competition for them to get in. So an undefeated Cincinnati team, they also had a lot of momentum with the public. They had a yes. lot of momentum with the public. And the, TCU they, has that momentum right now. I would say so. They got a bit, they got the frog, their social media team posted the best video ever. I mean, all the, oh, horns, the horns down. down to, oh, dude, so fucking funny. I'm just like, okay, everyone's kind of doing horns down jokes. You're going to throw in a horned owl. Go ahead. Throw that in. <laughs> Flip it upside down. The French horn. Okay. Let's that, let's that I'm just sitting here like, that's fucking great. I've the, never seen that. The best part, too, they also posted the James Draws video, the, the kid who who hops on and does the, what yeah. happened? That yeah. was that was the best part about all of it, too, is that they're they're like the first team that's that's used that in, in you know, with really good timing. Right. Uh, that juiced me up that they that they did that. But – Nonetheless, I think that the the closing main point here before we get to some of these these comments that we have um, is that TCU belongs. TCU is good enough. They are not as of right now. They belong. They're this not is why perfectly we need the twelve around team it. though. This is why we need the twelve yeah. team though because this is a perfect year to have Tennessee in there to have uh, Ohio State lost, and Michigan and yes, Alabama and to have maybe a two loss Oregon in there and LSU. Have, yes, to have a uh, winner of the Sun Belt. Go ahead. Uh, go put put coastal in there. Put whoever is going to win that. I know they. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you about it. I got saved the other day by some actual professionals when I tried to st- say that the Coastal Carolina quarterback was playing. Oh, did me. you almost make that? <laughs> yeah, make that I, it was it was it was two back to back shows where it was like, uh, hey, well that's hey, not Sean, really shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, that those are the real plugged in people. <laughs> All right, I want to get to some of these comments that we have. Uh, sure. We've got a bunch of them so far. Again, anyone. We're going to answer comments. We're going to get some more topics, and we'll answer more at the end. Uh, who y'all picking this week, USC or UCLA? My pick, USC. If UCLA can't beat Arizona at home, they can't beat USC at home. I don't disagree with that logic, but yeah. realistically, the way that this is going to play out, yes. Uh, USC is the one who's riding the momentum. It is very, right. very debilitating to lose that game. But the one thing you have to take into account, though, the home – environment i think doesn't have as much of an impact for this usc ucla game for the reason that there's a ton of usc ucla people scattered across los angeles it's going to be a very heavy usc crowd don't get me wrong there's much less ucla fans 
But I wouldn't be shocked if this isn't like 65% USC, 70% USC, and, and 30% UCLA. Like UCLA doesn't typically have a dog in the fight to be excited about a matchup like this. But like, when's the last time we've had two highly ranked teams in this matchup? It just doesn't happen. I think that there's going to be a really, really good showing for, for UCLA fans. I would say don't give Chip Kelly less pressure. And that's what we've done. He doesn't have to worry about possibly <laughs> making it. And now he can just ruin people's lives. They can, he can hurt a friend is what he has the ability to do. So uh, with that, I'm not ruling out UCLA. USC more talented, maybe, but but you, you UCLA's got the veterans. They've got guys that they're playing for the 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 comp. They're playing to get to the combine. They're playing to get to the Senior Bowl. They're playing for the exposure. They're not coming back. DTR is not coming back. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's stuff to play for for this UCLA team, even though they don't have to play for the national championship. So I'm not ruling it out. I think it's kind of a sneaky trap game for USC. And I, I don't think we're done. I don't think we're done with the Pac-12 upsets. Right. I don't think we are either. And here's the one thing for that game that really gives me some hope for UCLA to win that game. USC secondary's booty. It's uh, terrible. It's not good. And it, they continue to make... Five and a half is a small line, though. Yeah, it's a very small line. I actually might take that UCLA line to to cover i I, if anyone's going to do it that has the pieces the receivers the offensive air raid attack that they have i guess it's not necessarily an air raid but i'm more so like aggressive passing attack it's going to be ucla like they can really pick apart that usc defense i'll let that line uh marinate until about friday and then see see where the money's at uh yeah fresh and i and colin and i were talking a lot about the uh the nonsense that happened, or not, we were talking about ahead of the the nonsense for the UCLA game. Just throwing that comment up there. Uh, from Herman Lynn, your thoughts on UNC, Clemson, LSU, Georgia. These two championships games are set. You know what? I should have read that first. We're going to get to that in a second. That's one of the topics that I wrote down. Uh, so we will get to that one in a second. Um, I honestly don't know who's leading the MAC right now. Do you know who's leading the MAC right now? The MAC is, is I think, the worst FBS conference uh, in college football. The CAA is more worst competitive. Mountain West? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would give the Mac stinks right now, dude. The Mac is in the West. They're, they're getting upset by FCS teams a ton. It, there's uh, no, not a single good team in the Mac right now. Okay. So I have it here. Ohio is leading the Mac at five and one, uh, overall seven and three. I'll be pulling for Bowling Green, uh, just because, uh, I guess. Right now, Colin, you have a good shot with Ohio. Let me see. They're f- remaining. This is the stupidest waste of time question regardless uh yeah ohio has ball state next week and then bowling green on the 22nd (laughs) they'll probably split and they'll probably still win the mac so that is um i think that's our official mac prediction ohio university wins yeah which is they gave up 500 yards to the handsome devil tim damarat so like that's pretty good context ohio lost 43 to 10 to Iowa State, They're, it's it's the worst conference in football. It is far and away I, the worst there's, conference in football. Iowa State can't move the ball. Sh- should we dedicate? Should we dedicate five minutes every show for a, a Mac update? <laughs> 
I kind of support that bit. Maybe we'll do it on the next show. Yeah, By the way, be, really, that, that's what that we, we could do that. You could do the Mac update. I'll go take a, a shit and piss. And then by the time <laughs> that you're done with that, they will both have done the same amount of, of pr- productive content. Uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> God, by the way, I have to say we played against two. Uh, we played two Mac teams in our time at the University of Rhode Island. And I have to say. Oh, yeah. That they were easily the shittiest, most underwhelming game environments I have ever sat through. The the Mac is really lame. It's so unbelievably lame. What do you say? No, no, about your bet didn't hit. Fucking Packers won. All right, let's not get distracted by that. By the way, uh, <laughs> appreciate you muting yourself. By the way, I forgot to tell you, Colin wanted you to wear a nice jacket yesterday on the stream. He said, "When Sean is here for tomorrow, can you please ask him to wear a nice jacket?" And I. Completely forgot. So, Colin, I'm very sorry. If you have like a nice, uh, like sport jacket next show, could you wear it? This is no way to talk to a friend after he just lost a bet. I'm st- I'm trying to distract you. I'm trying to make you feel better. You're not. You're trying I to be funny. Trying to make me, You're not I, trying to make me feel feel better a little bit. I'm trying you to make you feel better by being better? funny. You want, you don't know how you make. I, I deposit the six dollars into your account no, for you, you. You send me twenty dollars. That's what you could do. Send me twenty dollars. Okay, I'll send you. I'll send you five, which is probably how much you, you still bet. need to send me some money, unless I missed a notification. No, I did. I do need to send you some money. You do. Um, Sean, I want to talk about the question was brought up. We already have clinched the ACC championship game and the SEC championship game. North Carolina is playing Clemson. Louisville's and- not in it. <laughs> What happened to Florida sleep. State? Yeah, I know. Uh, you uh, no Miami, right? That's who's playing. LSU is playing against Georgia in the SEC championship game. So oh, both of those, both of those games have been decided. They are set. I'm. We've got good matchups there for actually both these games are not good matchups. What am I? What am I talking about? Clemson's terrible, and this might be one of the first opportunities for. North Carolina to embarrass them and to hang 50 points on them. I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. The opposite side of that, I, I think that, you know, we've talked about this a ton on the show. Georgia is going to beat the shit out of LSU. As much as I want to be optimistic and as fun as that game could be, there are just so many mismatches across the board. You think it'll just for be that a reality game. check? I don't think it'll be a reality check. I more so believe... Because we already know the reality of the situation. And I, I do think that the LSU fans, as great as they have been, and I picked up all these LSU followers since working with Blake, it's great that they're doing well. And I'm happy for them. But they're a little unrealistic. I think there's a lot of people that believe that they have a shot. They've been unrealistic all year, brother. Uh, but here they are. They had one bad loss at the beginning of the year. And we all took our victory laps, myself mm-hmm. included. You don't know how many times I've played the family drop on the show. Uh, so I understand we all took our shots, but that dude could coach and that dude is still coaching a pretty good team filled with athletes and a good quarterback and a defense that looks to care a little bit, which if you have a defense that appears to have an inkling of caring about making a tackle in college football, you're going to win a lot of games and LSU kind of has that Georgia has that to the, to the, um, degree that that mm. and th- whatever that t- stupid term is, they have that to the max. They're playing like an NFL defense plays. They're swarming. They care about making the tackle. They care about getting turnovers. LSU was not that, but they look like they have some of that desire. 
it's not super trappy, but it's a little trappy. It'll be a little closer than I think it, it, it should be. Staying on the, the conversation of the SEC, though, the old Miss Alabama game, I really thought, like I really, really thought that that Kiffin was going to pull it out. Like I, I it, we were so freaking mm. close to it happening, but old Miss sadly is just not at that point where they've got the same level of athletes as Alabama does. Like Georgia playing Alabama, Tennessee playing Alabama, they're up to that caliber. LSU is close to getting up to that cal- caliber, especially with the way that Harold Perkins looks, and he might be on a higher trajectory than Will Anderson the way that he's playing right now, which is an insane thing to say, which is yeah. just crazy to to acknowledge that that's a possibility. It's a great but, name also. Yes. Ole Miss, though, I, I think that they clearly lack some of you know some big-name athletes on their defensive line. They weren't able yeah. to really pressure Bryce Young. But the big thing here is they could not block for the life of them. Jackson Dart's not that type of guy that is just going to go all cerebral yeah, and evade pressure. He was getting killed in the pocket. He was getting his ass beat. And that was the deciding factor. That was the yeah. only note that I wrote down yesterday was they couldn't block. No. D-line showed up. Who was that? Uh, edge prospect that LSU had a little bit ago. Was he drafted by the Ojalaris? No. Oh, Caleb on Shazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he he's on doing the anything? He's on. The, he's on the Jaguars. Yeah. Um. LSU. I mean, they're known for DBs, right? Yes. So, I do. They have any good DBs this year? I don't know. They have any any Grady Williams? Is any any? Not off top. Not top of my head. No. Yeah. Well, then they'll get beat. They, if they don't have that playmaker, that's what helped them. That's what helped they, their their defense in that 2019 season mm-hmm. had a lot of stars on it. They right. had uh, uh, two very good cornerbacks. What what were their fucking names? Derek Stingley and yeah, um, he was, he's I'm great. Blanking on the other kid's name. Regardless, they had playmakers on the defense, and they had playmakers on the offense. They just have an offense right now, and they have a defense that, that's playing like the that that no name defense still. You need to have some dudes that can strap down the on, on the outside. They do not necessarily have that as of right now. By the way, I want to um, reiterate that the ACC stinks. By the way, I would just like to very quickly so reiterate that before we, the NC State losing to Boston College. Uh, and I was texting Garrow about this. I'm like, how the hell did you guys beat? NC State. Been and he said, go, all year. They've been he said, go, all year. He said, go look at the box score. They had Boston College had negative rushing yards and they won with a with a inexperienced quarterback. It, it hilariously terrible. Djokovic is out. I didn't even look. Yeah, Djokovic was out. Was out well, which is even more uh pathetic. Yeah. All right, let's get to some of these comments, Sean. Um we've got a lot that are in here. Oh, Zay Flowers popped off. Why the fu- why didn't it, did Zay Flowers deny a, a Reese Senior Bowl? Invitation. Why is he going to the East West Shrine Bowl and not the the Reese's Senior Bowl? Uh, there is speculation wanna- that possibly guys might be getting paid to go to that game. I don't know what the deal is. I'm not going to speak on that. That was very very unverified source. He's a about great. That. He's a great receiver, and that's yeah. like where he belongs. He's in that tier. I wouldn't be surprised Well, because the East West Shrine game is trying to compete with the senior bowl. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't something where they were able to convince him by a certain measure to get him to come play. Cause I totally agree. Like he was somebody who we talked about on the, on this channel, Ryan and I about how he's good enough to be a, a late first round pick. And he hasn't really played up to that. And he's getting really fucked by the horrible offensive line play. Dracovic being hurt. 
in and out of the lineup. There were a lot of things working against him, so it's just been a yeah, he's really, really good. Year. He's got Tyler Lockett written all over him. He's got it would insert successful slot undersized outside receiver in the NFL right now. That's who he's got written all over him. By the way, we have to give acknowledgement to Jim Mora and UConn. Them winning and beating Liberty, who is a yeah. really good team this year. Yeah, Hugh and Freeze to, has got it, got it going. And for them to now be bowl eligible is fantastic. So cre- credit Jim Mora. Um, I think that Liberty does feel like an AAC team. Like if they're going to join a conference, it's probably they need to join a conference. But if they're going to join a conference, it's either the AAC or maybe the Sun Belt. I think that they're kind of on the same level. It's not like they're that far off in terms of competitiveness. I would put them in either. <laughs> They shouldn't be in the Sun Belt. Why? I don't want to. Dude, that's a different team than they, than them going and playing ODU. They are different. Oh, you're saying you think they're dog, dog them? Different, different types of players. Uh, it is very different universities. <laughs> very, very different universities. <laughs> Put them in the AAC. I don't care. I was. I already thought they were in there. I don't know. What do you think about Liberty? You know, um, you know, like when I was in college, I was uh, uh, um, drawing interest, I believe, from Liberty as a recruit, like while I was playing. What do you mean? Like in college? How are you drawing? If interest? I had could frustration, you, could you elaborate. If I, if I had frustrations with my university that I was going to currently, uh, an external party would say, "Hey, dude, just say it. Stop." There's always, there's always, there there's anymore. always Liberty. So you had a coach. You basically had a coach at Liberty say, "If you want to come here, you can come here." No, no, no through a source. Basically, he said, "All right, we you were tampered with." Is what was what I was officially out. tampered with. I believe. Ah, were, they, were you offered any nil money? Oh Fuck no, wait, no. There, were, there was no money to offer then. Um, <laughs> you think they would either? <laughs> Look a at large, this guy. He's a, a large, local um, kid. Played around Island for two years. He's gonna be great on the punt shield. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what we're getting. Oh, that that big dumpy white kid. Let's let's. <laughs> We got a hundred thou for him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks really Christian and conservative. I think he'll, he might he'll, work. He'll in help us. <laughs> yeah, that's what the scouting reports fish? are. Yeah, does he fish? Fits right in. They, Perfect. They, they've perfect. got a they've got a category for guys that are going to help them win, and then they're like, okay, we need guys that'll fit the uh, Christian conservative category, and they're you know they're scouting your Twitter. They're trying to figure out if you, even though you you don't really fit under that, but they were just Dude. they were stereotyping you. They're like he's perfect. I told my guy, I'm like, I know what liberty is, and there's a curfew and there's a bedtime, and that doesn't really work for me. Yeah, so it's I, the complete and, opposite and, of you, which I, is hilarious. And I, I, and I didn't even know, <laughs> I didn't even know that they were like going to be good or competitive because it was always just like liberty. It's like your backup school's backup school for mm-hmm. football. That's just how it was growing up here. And then it's like, oh, well, who's this Malik Willis guy? Who's what have they got cooking up here? You could have played with Malik Willis, and you did. Yeah, sure. Uh, comment from Fresh: I got Jaden Daniels playing the game of his life in the SEC championship game. Five passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. Yeah, Gucci I got three. Mia Malkova coming over later tonight. She should stop by. <laughs> we all got dreams. <laughs> yeah, if we're being realistic. <laughs> it's, it, it, I, but he's going to need to play. He's going to need to play great. Like, also, if, if he if, plays if, like that, they win. Yes, it, it, it would be great, and that'd be great for the sport. It's just tough for Joe and I, as battered college football players and fans, Joe more than I, to buy into the pipe dreams. Even though that would kick an acre of ass to see. Mm, absolutely. 
Uh, Colin saying, I'm going to guess the college football playoff is one Michigan. What? Kick Two off. Georgia, three TCU, four Tennessee. I'm not even going to know. Why is Michigan one? Is it just because they're they're going to get moved? No. No, that's, that's stupid. There's I, nothing Michigan can do this year aside Come. from beating Georgia by 70 that that could put them at one it, they've played nobody colin they haven't played anybody here here you know what i'll entertain it why colin i will entertain it if they beat ohio state by like by 70 points go ahead put them put them at number one do it why is he trying to ruin my night i don't know it's a good question uh herman's picks georgia ohio state michigan tcu i don't is this just a list of teams or is this his projection? <laughs> I like it. Let's send it in this format. We'll just speculate. Uh, I believe it's Herman just a has... list of teams. Let's let's guess what this list of teams, what the category is. Sure. Um, um uh, non-bald coaches. Yeah. Yeah. All their coaches have hair. All right. Then that answers that question. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, Zay Flower is going to go in the second round. I don't know. His year's been a little rough this year. I don't. I don't know if he's stocking second round. round. Stop it. Here's the problem: with the ah. second round. You see, the second round is so disrespectful because wide receivers in the second round should be going in the first round all the time. DK Metcalf, and then there's wide receivers in the first round. Some of these teams just can't evaluate wide receivers in the draft. Some teams just can't. No. Philly can't. Uh, I don't think Detroit does a very good job. Some teams just do bad jobs with it. Uh, Colin is trying to chirp you a little bit, saying, "How many rushing yards will Justin Fields have?" Two hundred and fifty. Oh. Well, they are—they do have one of the worst run run de- defenses. Thanks. In yeah, yeah. I'm getting taken advantage of in fantasy today because of Justin Fields. I'm having a good time. Are you, Sean? Mm. If that was girls18.io and not girls18.xyz, I think I would be having a good time. <laughs> uh, show. Sucks. You, <laughs> uh, you, you think Bryce Young should uh, – wait, do you think Bryce Young is going to be a Washington commander when Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z buy the team? I would love uh, it. I don't think that's realistic, though, because they're going to be picking – like, they've won too many games. And they have Taylor Heineke. Why, why, why uh, finish that? Shut up. What are you talking dude. dude, Taylor Heineke is going to be a commander for life, and he's going to always play four games a year. That's how it's going to be. ODU legend. ODU legend. I, I've never seen a fan. It's almost. Take this with a grain of salt. It's almost the RG3 level buzz. It's almost there with the with the amount of legend that he has built in the team. Not as everybody's going to the stadium to go see Taylor Heineke like they were in 2012 for RG3. Get a little bit close though. So mm-hmm. so he'll be there. Wentz will be out next year, I believe. Uh Bryce Young will be great. He won't fall that far though, because Washington is trying to be somebody this year for whatever reason. Uh Bryce Young, uh, I, I actually don't want him to go there because I like Bryce Young and I don't want his career to be ruined. Again, realistically, I don't I ooh, that was a bad voice card. Realistically, I don't count. think that's I don't think that's gonna happen. But if we're project it feels like this is gonna be like the Will Levis pick because the commanders Barely. Never get it right, yep. and they're going to draft him, and they're going to be so unbelievably upset and frustrated with the results that you get from a, a super raw, undeveloped quarterback. 
I'm a Commander fan, Tyler. <laughs> I, I, uh, fresh, you know, it's because I've grown up around this team my entire life. I'm an Atlanta fan, but but it's I've had to represent the the Redskins, the Washington football team, and the Commanders. Uh, embarrassing to have to do it for three straight teams, but it is what it is. My whole life, so I've seen it. I've been in, in with the, the the sports talk, the sports media in the area, all of it my entire life. I don't want to see them ruin Bryce Young. I don't, because they will. They will do it. Bryce Young should go go to Detroit, where they have good running back, decent offensive line, and and Jameis Williams will be healthy next year. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to see him at. Go do that. Please be great. Don't come here. Uh, we got a couple more comments that I want to hit on. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Sean, have you seen my commanders? I mean, the Terry legit. Je- uh, Jahan Dotson, super legit. I was way high on him. Uh, Curtis Samuel hurt. Deami Brown, um, ghost. I like this. Is a, this is a fun question, and I think we'll probably <laughs> wrap with this. Uh, if Clemson wanted to leave and join the Big Ten, which I think geographically it's been floated out there, then maybe join it. Now, there's no like, there's no support behind this. Like, there's no evidence behind this, but it's been like speculation. Like, oh, if they left the ACC, they should go to the SEC. Like, it's uh-huh. just been like a pipe dream type thing. Uh, I think this year's Clemson team, I see them being like Iowa. They'd be or undefeated in the West. They'd be undefeated in the West this year. You think so? You think that they're that much better than those teams? I feel like take a look at like, the West. Take a look at it, brother. They feel Iowa, like Iowa, where they're Wisconsin, really good defensively, Illinois, and they're just dog Purdue, shit on offense. They're uh, Northwestern. They're all bad in the West. They actually might fit in really well in the West, like <laughs> you're talking about. Because <laughs> you're being hurtful. again, you're being no, 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 you're, no, no. you're exaggerating. Terrible, you're terrible offense. A horrible, overrated quarterback and a really good defense. Okay, They'd you're, you're exaggerating because if you were to build a team and you're going to say, can I have DJ Ungale or uh, Spencer Petrus, who would you pick? Spencer Petrus. You're a liar and a fraud I'm, and a hack. Can I can I just run um, Wildcat the whole game and not hit? Bring the, bring I'm it waiting for someone to bring the Wildcat back just for a whole season. I'm sick of this triple option bullshit. Let's make it fun again. Yeah. <laughs> Hire Sean as your next head coach. Uh, that's going to get you three wins. I'll get I'll get the team three wins this year. That's going to know to wrap us three wins. That's it. Good note to wrap us up on at Joe DeLeon. It's hard to be cold. Uh, the housekeeping I'm at Sanderson Radio Hack City on YouTube. Turn on those notifications. We will be back during the week to talk more about college football. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.